Every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 34. This week, oh. we are, by we, I mean myself, Nuni, and the boys, Mike and Juan, are going to go over the uh, fantabulous, uh, mystical journey that is Yuri on Ice. So if you have not watched Yuri on Ice, I, I only said this because it's fairly new. Uh, you should mm-hmm. watch it, maybe, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. But before we get into spoiling the shit out of the show, how about we spoil the shit out of what you guys have been doing? Mike, uh, we uh, went on a little Dollar General we went adventure. On a, we went on that adventure, that faded adventure that came out on an episode that has it aired yet? Or has no, it, it it'll the the future the <laughs> past episode that'll air in three weeks. <laughs> because uh, you know, I I want to get everything set, situated for when I go to Florida, so I don't have to worry about anything. Well, the um, the 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 gist of it is that um, we were discussing uh, how like both of us had um, encountered like anime DVDs at uh, at Dollar General, and uh, then we thought, well, you know, I'm we're going to we're going out of town uh, this um, one of the weekends that we talked about, and uh, he was like, hey, let's go from each Dollar General on our way to our destination and see if we can find anime DVDs. And so we decided to uh, to go, and uh, boy, how it wasn't looking too great uh, for for like the first ones. And um, I mean, overall, there wasn't really that many. I feel like they they've over, like more or less just been like, uh, let's get rid of. Let's all try the and get rid of yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like like we had to search like every single row to like find anything, <laughs> and most of it was like Marvel heroes from Madhouse. <laughs> And um and then a lot of Spider Man, a shitload of Spider Man, everything, and <laughs> and and Paul Blart a few times, a few mall then, cops here and there. Insidious yeah, was there. Insidious was also frequent. Um, what else did we see in there a lot? Um, right. There's a lot of repeated movies in there. The most um like weird thing I saw was a boxed version of Hobo with the Shotgun that I thought was only like a Netflix release. So I bought that because it was four dollars. And it'll uh, remain wrapped until the end of time. But I have a bo- I have a box version. He, of it he has a box copy. Yeah. Uh, we also found some Beyblade. No, <laughs> yeah, we got oh, Beyblade, Beyblade season four. <laughs> we found Beyblade DVDs. No, if we found Beyblades, we, that would have been. I'd have actually bought them. Yeah. I'd actually have bought them, but uh, sadly, no. We we only found. Uh, the anime. I, I mean, it's. I'm assuming it's from one of the much later seasons, though, because I didn't recommend. I didn't recognize the uh, the character. protagonists on the box. Yeah, like I've seen him in pictures and stuff, but I don't think I've ever seen that show. And I don't think it's from like the first like four seasons, which I vaguely kept up with. Hey, we'll we'll do a we'll do a fiddler about it and see what happens. About the one DVD. About we the bought. one DVD. I mean, <laughs> what we ended up getting was uh, Wolverine that was. Produced by Madhouse, uh, Iron Man. Also, well, all of these were produced by Madhouse. All so of them are Madhouse. Wolverine, Iron Man, X Men, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's all we found. And we checked about 
six Dollar Generals. Yeah. Like on the way. So so from Del Rio to San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. and then in one in San Antonio because it was mm. nearby my house. And that real it really sucks compared to the uh, anime that I'd found before and that Mark had bought before because uh, I mentioned this in the episode of the past to air in the future and I found a few things and the most interesting thing was a uh, an anime called Yojimbo with an anime like an animation cell inside the actual box itself uh, for one of the episodes that I didn't know existed until earlier this year because I <laughs> bought that DVD 10 years ago and uh, yeah <laughs> that was that we'll we'll do something with these DVDs don't you worry yeah we'll have a marathon and we'll just uh, talk about all of them it'll be that, it'll be fantastic that's what that's what kind of sucks living in a small town and having these dollar stores because you hear these stories of like yeah dollar stores and like goodwills have all these nice clothes but then you live in these small towns where like the goodwills are just old or oh yeah actually you know what thinking about that we should check the the um the, the goodwills <laughs> over here in, in, in uh in my town like or my city when i when i'm actually moved over here completely we, yeah. we should come over here and go looking through it because yeah as juan said like uh usually the, these goodwills and stuff they have pretty nice stuff inside yeah and you I hear really... like fucking you hear like fucking goodwills with like Picasso paintings, and you're like, where the <laughs> fuck? Like, where are these Goodwills? How come no Goodwills? Like, in smaller towns like San Angel del Real, they like I, anything looks nice. I really like Mike's idea of f- just finding anime in weird places, uh, <laughs> because uh, when he talked about finding anime, anime at the Dollar General, I was like, that's kind of mm-hmm. weird. And he was like, yeah, I really like the idea of uh, finding like anime and like cartoons and shit that you don't usually see anywhere in like super weird places and i'm really into that and hope to maybe do something with that idea <laughs> but you know that being said i don't know where else to really look other than like maybe heb but <laughs> <laughs> not an heb plus just like the grocery store and go to the dvd section to see what's there mm, yeah i could see that again stores Smaller stores wouldn't have it. Big, big. I mean, smaller cities wouldn't have anything like that. Big cities, that we, yeah. That we think of, maybe. Uh, yeah. I doubt it, but I still hold hope. <laughs> what have you been up to, Juan? Uh, you know the usual: tailoring clothes. That's it. Working. Work, work, work. Speaking of searching for things in odd places. I would like to remind everybody that we are an affiliate with RightStuffAnime.com. That is RightStuff with one F. I'll provide the affiliate link below. If you could just click on up there, down there, go over there, maybe buy a few animes, some DVDs, some Blu-rays, some figurines, something. Uh, It'll kick us back like a little percentage of whatever you get there and help us run this sinking ship into the glory land or whatever. They have monthly, weekly, and even daily, sometimes flash sales going on. If you want to just head over there and see if there's anything that interests you. Like Yuri on Ice. Juan, you said that you recently, or you had seen this fairly recently. Like you didn't actually watch it uh, in the season that it came out, right? Yeah, I didn't see it when it was ongoing. I think I saw it maybe a few months afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um and that's when I started watching it. I picked it up, I think, 
like I usually do when I was drunk and in the <laughs> like in the middle of the night in the wee hours in the morning. You're like I'm bored. Yeah, and I was like looking through an anime list, and I was like, well, I'm hearing a lot of things of this. I don't know if it's about lesbians ice skating or if there's a guy named Yuri ice skating, but I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I wanted to to like <laughs> just talk a little bit about that because um. Back in the day when I was watching stuff from like uh, season to season or not really watching stuff, but I would just like look at the list of what was going to come out and pick and choose based on a name, like what I would give a chance. I saw Yuri on Ice and I was like, oh boy, it's, uh, <laughs> it's that sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> Lesbians on Ice. That's all I could ever ask for. And then when I heard it was about ass skating, I was a little bit disappointed. But, you know, I um, never really gave it a second thought after that until it got kind of big. Then I yeah, was like, I, I pretty much avoided it. I, I didn't really care. I was like, that's an atrocious name. I can't believe they're pandering <laughs> that hard. I was, like, I was like, I understand, you know, the love for Yuri and stuff. But I was like, this is too much. This is just too blatant. I can't, I can't deal with this. When I think of that name, I think of, like, live on ice. Like, yeah, you see, that's what I thought too. I was like, is this some like anime version of like a special? I was like, is it like a self-aware thing? I was like, either way, I'm I'm gonna avoid it. And then it got extremely popular. And I was like, super popular. I was like, what is this even about? And I, then I think it has to do with you know it it came out during the same time or around the same time uh, that the Winter Olympics came out. I think yeah, or it, it came out before and then the Winter Olympics, and that's when it blew up. And then everybody is like suddenly got really interested in in ice skating, where they're just yeah. like, "Ah, oh, yes, I I understand the triple backspin perfectly <laughs> now." Dude, these fucking quadruple toe loops are out of this world. <laughs> and I mean, I could understand why uh, people would be super into it after watching this, mm-hmm. since um, it does. I feel like it does a good job, or. You know, I don't yeah. watch ice skating, but I feel like it does a good job of uh, expl- showcasing, you know, it. showcasing it and explaining how things work. Yeah. And they even have a little, uh, oh, hey, just in case you never ever watched sk- ice skating before, this is how stuff works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, at the end of it, I didn't really like, you know, I wasn't like, oh man, let me go, let me go start watching uh, fucking national television right now to see <laughs> see these professionals in action. But it, it was an interesting yeah yeah it um like Juan said it did a good job showcasing the actual sport Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what i like about this this anime um is how it treats the sports because all the the shonen animes that i've watched with sports i don't like (laughs) like i don't like um the soccer animes that come out (laughs) every time i go and i don't like uh, well, not that I don't like it, it's that I cringe, like with Yuamushi Pedal and um, what's another anim- so, sports anime that I've seen. And in what way do you cringe at, at uh, Yuamushi Pedal? Because I heard, you know, that's another popular <laughs> show. Yeah. And it, I, well, I've never seen anything about it, but I'm just curious. Well, <laughs> I think I've told them, I've talked about this before, but I hate how it, like every single thing or mechanism or like sports equipment uh-huh. they make it sound like nobody knows how to use it other than the people in that sports <laughs> and that's how some uh some sports animes are where yeah. they're like oh yeah you know fucking the, the ball is is not really a circle it's a 
fucking interdimensional whatever the fuck. And um Yoamushi Pedal. Uh the main character was drinking water from a water bottle. And uh this other character comes up to him and he's like, Oh, you're uh you ride bikes and he's like, How did you know? And he's like, Well, the way that you use that water bottle is meant specifically for riding bikes. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, no, like I used those water bottles when I was little, and I never rode a bike. <laughs> and and I'm like, where the fuck are these? Like, I know I know that it has to make it interesting, but I'm like, why do y'all have to throw so much bullshit? <laughs> and um, also, I, I it also I also cringe with uh, sports animes where it's like um, where they have like special attacks or special moves. Oh yeah, to to like um up the action a little bit and stuff. Yeah, because it it just I don't know. For me, I'm just like that's not how sports works. It's not like you're you're trying to defeat. Yeah, they're they're trying to kill your your enemy. They're trying to make uh something that already has its own like uh set of rules. Something that is already exciting for some people. They're trying to make it more exciting by giving it. Uh, some kind of spectacle to make it more. I I don't know. I guess like flashy and yeah, be, making it flashy will make it more accessible to other people. Yeah, or people that have skills that make it sound like it's this uh other human like like skill that they have, and I don't know. I it, that just puts me off. And I feel like the a pretty interesting thing about Yuri on Ice was that it originally. When they were conceiving the anime, it wasn't actually gonna have like a love element. Mm-hmm. Um, it was originally oh, really? just supposed to be like a figure skating thing with <laughs> you know a story about a coach and the uh, and the skater. Yeah. So the love element came afterward, and I thought that was pretty cool that they they focused so much on the figure skating, and they didn't have to like um, glorify it at all. They just kind of told you what it was, and you just kind of got it. Yeah, it was. They weren't gonna be like, "Oh yeah, the skating rink has claws or some stupid <laughs> bullshit that they usually do they, with those animes." The only way that I can land this quadruple toe loop is if I, you know, summon my key and focus it at the tippy toes <laughs> of my skates. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of bullshit, and and I like that. I really did. Um, that because it, it showcases what uh, an athlete in that field has to go through. Like when Yuri in the in the beginning episode, when Yuri lost, he went back home. He gained a lot of weight. Well, he had to work out. Uh, to take like, that weight off. And yeah, I gotta say, at the beginning, like in that first episode, they're really inconsistent with how fat he was. I understand that it, <laughs> it was they were doing that weight thing for comedic purposes and stuff, and. Mm-hmm even though it was like a real thing. But I mean, <laughs> he looked completely different when he was skating. It was almost like they they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't draw him fat when he skated. Yeah. Otherwise, they would they'd be like, "I don't know how to draw him properly." <laughs> so but they like, had to uh, like constantly warp his his weight from like fucking obese to just chubby to yeah. <laughs> actually not looking bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Where, where at one point I was just like, "So is he fat still, or is or, he?" Or is this like a little while after? And I also feel like that was because they, 
Um, whenever they did the ice skating things, uh, by the way, I watched like a one hundred and seven facts of Yuri on ice so, yeah. <laughs> before before coming. But essentially, um, to do all the choreography and stuff, they basically did some rotoscoping. Did you oh, know? I mean, you could tell. Yeah, yeah, you, you could tell. But but I really like the 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 choreography that they did. Yeah, and it, although they use it a lot, but still, I mean. You could only watch the same thing for so long and make it interesting for so much. Yeah, but which is why I'm glad, like, that they mixed up his songs, like, as he was competing, because yeah. I was afraid he was going to keep doing his main song, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> well, again, that's going back to how they treat the, the the sport, the competition, because I'm pretty sure that's how it is in real life, where maybe they have to compete, they use the same song, or maybe they use several. I don't yeah, know. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm fairly certain that they that they have a routine and then they have their free skate and they could like arrange it differently but they have they don't for maybe they don't have to like use the same thing but it'd be um what's the it word It works to their advantage. Yeah, it works to their advantage because it helps them like perform the piece a lot better. Yeah. And, and the consistency. Yeah. Interpretive skating. And they they surprisingly like during i think this came out after the olympics because um when i saw that little video they were talking about how you know they used actual like retired figure skaters to do certain things and they used like mm-hmm. current figure skaters to do the rotoscoping and stuff and it's just impressive the lengths that they went to try and get all of this right yeah i i have nothing but you know uh i i don't know what word to use but uh appreciation i guess yeah. i'm always gonna ever i'm never gonna not use that word ever uh i just have an appreciation that they they kept it as realistic they might have had to take some uh had to do some shortcuts to make it interesting because again with the same choreography and the same music over and over yeah and like almost in every episode and I'm, that could get pretty boring i'm sure it wasn't as bad if you were watching it like week to week um, because yeah. you can, it maybe gave you time to like digest it and appreciate it a little bit more, but watching it um, consecutively, it really, yeah. it really gets to you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that they they added more characters to it as the episode went by because it's it is an ice skating competition, so there's other characters. Yeah, when it first um, when it first started, I was really worried that it was going to be like Just solely focused on the two Yuri's and. Mm-hmm and uh victor like i thought it was just gonna be them three i really like that they didn't start from you know amateurs at the very beginning what yeah. you know i would have appreciated that to see like what it takes to like get to that point but i'm i'm glad that they get that we get like the uh the highest quality i guess the yeah. right word would be of this uh competition the athletes of the athletes that, yeah the, like the they're, the they're, they're high performing people yeah yeah and man, I really liked this for like six episodes. Like <laughs> I legitimately was like, "Oh my god, I feel so stupid." That anime of the year, twenty sixteen, that we did, Yuri on Ice should have won. And then after watching it for a bit, I was like, "Oh no, Mob Psycho's still pretty, pretty." Uh, I still like Mob Psycho more than this. Yeah, because um, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that um, you know, a lot of um gay fans and a lot of female fans were really into yuri on ice um especially during the time that it was coming out you know uh, mm-hmm. 
I don't know exactly what was going on, but I know that there was like a little surgence of um, LGBTQ stuff that was really popular at the time. You see, at first, before actually seeing the show, um, and even going into the first episode for the majority, I felt that that whole thing was misplaced. I was like, I understand, you know, the throwing a bone to like the Fujoshi kind of thing and the and the Yaoi thing, but then uh, mainly because um, uh, at the first episode when Yuri's skating in the ice rink for that girl or whatever, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go a whole other way, and yeah, then they just right. they just trick you. Because, like, you know, he's doing the dance for her or whatever, and then he stops. And then it sounds like he's about to confess to her. And then the kids interrupt. And I was like, what? And then it turns out that she got married in the five. And I liked it because um, he even says, he's just like, like, immediately after the kids show up. And then the the dude who was in the flashback, the one that was, like, kind of like a bully, yeah, but bullying, then he became yeah. his friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he became his friend or whatever. Um, it switches to him being in the uh, in the. Uh, in the bath and he's just talking about how like um i I forgot what he says exactly but he's just like a lot of things have changed in the last five years and i was like oh fuck that's (laughs) (laughs) that's like okay i understand it was like he missed his chance which is why i was like you know i i don't really understand the whole gay thing but then um then then, like his his constant interactions with victor yeah with the with his uh, with his trainer i was like oh okay yeah and it didn't really start off as like a really gay relationship it was more of like an admiration and then an, mm-hmm. uh slight intimidation slash like embarrassment of your you know meeting someone that you looked up to and you admired for so long yeah and it turns out the only reason why victor is there to coach him is because he got <laughs> drunk one day and he was like <laughs> you should come down and see me i, I don't think um uh, mike actually got to see the episode oh but oh, yeah um Yuri got drunk, and they they did a flashback, and Yuri got drunk. Uh, they basically uh, <laughs> set up like why Victor actually went there. Yeah, like not randomly, just went to Japan. Like yeah. legitimately, it, why he went to Japan. <laughs> like basically, Yuri got drunk after the the competition where he lost horribly. He didn't want to socialize, and he just started drinking a lot in the corner, and then ended up like getting into a fucking dance off with the other Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> and got like super drunk and danced with Victor and told him, "Hey, you should come be my coach sometime. Maybe you can like I I forgot exactly what he said, but he told him uh, where he lived and all that stuff, and that's how he was able to find him, which I thought was pretty interesting, a pretty interesting way to like set up uh, yeah. why he was there. So I really appreciated that you know they focused a lot more on the skating." than the actual relationship until like later on in the show yeah because i feel and i should have mentioned this when we were talking about this but that uh, focusing on the sport first and then the relationship i think that's a better formula than focusing and having the the sport is like a backdrop yeah Yeah. you don't want this to become another fucking soccer anime (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God. Dude, but what about what about Rokio Boom? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that one either. Lollies with basketball. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm all about that uh basketball. Let me tell you, <laughs> I can't wait to see that uh, lolly backdrop that they have. They surely won't yep. focus on the lollies first. Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> and then I I have always been recommended um what's that anime called? Um Kuroko's Basket? I, I hear I've that's heard, actually a pretty good sports. I heard good yeah. things about that show, but it might also have the uh, um, things that I may have a problem with 
with some sports anime as well where they I mean, I, I don't know how big of a problem they have because I watch Hajime no Ipo and I loved it up until I stopped watching it in like episode 50 something. But um, it, I feel like it has a problem of they they like narrate everything that they're doing, oh. which this show does, but it does it in real time mm-hmm. as opposed to like slowing down time and them thinking yeah. about every single little motion that they do. And this and that. flashbacks. Yeah, and have flashbacks when it takes a whole episode. That, that's what... That's why Yo Mushipedo, that's what they do though. Like it's one episode and it's a flashback and they're still writing and the 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 ride is supposed to take like an hour, but it's been twenty episodes that they've been in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's annoying. And I, I mean you you can give that similar issue to like Shonen anime. Yeah. Yeah, like Shonen anime has the same issues as like most sports. I mean, and I guess that would be like I mean, pacing. Pacing is just, you know, it's it's a prevalent issue with animation yeah. in general. People don't know how to pace themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they either blow their load at the beginning or spread it over, and then you just wait till the last episode where everything's just a clusterfuck, and you're like, where where did the budget go? Where did the story yeah. go? Why is this fight a clip show? <laughs> <laughs> and I really... Yeah. So I don't remember if I actually sent you the link, Mike, but uh, you're basically the premise for this show was somewhat showcased in you know that uh animation uh showcase that they have in japan i forget what it is like the japan animation uh whatever what is it um, what is it called i like? think i know which one you mean because that was where um where mimi me uh, yeah okay. and death parade and like all yeah, those other like the animation shows japan animator expo nihon yeah. animator mihi on or whatever it is but it yeah. was showcased there in uh, 2015 under the name Endless Night. Hmm. And it basically was like a mishmash of both Yuri's. Like the, the character that it focused on was kind of a mishmash of both Yuri's because it had like um, the Russian Yuri style, but it looked like the Japanese Yuri. And it was basically just a music video, but I thought it was pretty interesting that we kind of got like a taste of this show before it actually came out uh, like a year later. And speaking of like getting a taste of something, I guess uh, the creator of this was is a lady named Mitsuro Kubo, and she's never worked on any anime ever other than this. Uh, the only thing that she's done is worked on three mangas, um, and only two. Uh, she's like made two of them and only worked and drew like drawings on one. Wow. yeah and she said her like i was i told juan i think i told juan i might have told you but i went down like a hole when i before i even <laughs> started watching the show because i was like all right let me let me look up what who made this and you know what else they worked on and i was at first i was like super interested in the director because she's a she's a female director and she's done um she's like directed some episodes of shows that i like like she or at least um sequences that i like like she's done some stuff for samurai shampoo yeah. and she's done you know some other stuff around those kind of things but then i noticed that uh the actual creator only worked on that and i was like how the how the fuck did she even get this job then like why what happened <laughs> and it, it turns out she she i don't know the what she said was 
in quotes, uh, Yuri on Ice was my only was my project only because I worked with the director Yamamoto, and I tried to look for what she worked on her with, and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't I couldn't see what it what they worked <laughs> together on, and that was essentially the little hole that I went down. Other than like a bunch of tidbits of information that I'm not going to say here. And then it was going to cover <laughs> uncovering a conspiracy theory. Yeah, conspiracy and, about a. Uh, about the the nepotism of uh, of uh, the animation and the mad animation business yeah. industry. <laughs> I mean, it's nowhere. I, I mean, I'm just. I, I don't know if that's just my bias, but I, I'd say it's nowhere near as bad as say the the American animation industry. Yeah. But, you know. So let's get to the meat of this review. The thing that we all want to talk about. The intro. Where's the six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after watching this show, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really care about the intro before or afterwards. I heard it one time, and I was like, and I think I told you guys that I actually heard it on the radio at one point. I don't know if somebody yeah. suggested it or what happened there. No, I think you told me when when uh, we were driving to your home, and you're like, "Yeah, I heard this on the radio," and I was like, "In Del Rio?" He's, and you're like, yeah. "Yeah," I was like, "That's that's weird." Yeah, yeah. I um. I will. I, I've said it multiple times, but I will say it once again. I um, I hate this song. I, I hate. <laughs> I hate Yuri on Ice. Like the song. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I stayed away from the show for so long. And like I, I would never have picked it up had it not been for this podcast. Yeah. I did enjoy it though, um, from what I managed to get to see, um, due to time constraints. But um, yeah, I, I hate that song, and it's because I hear it fucking everywhere. Like for the past like two years, the cons we've gone to, it's just it's always everybody like, does it in karaoke. Know, they they, they play they I play just... like a song, and then they're just like, and now it's time for your my, my <laughs> Yuri on rendition of Yuri on Ice. I've never heard of this song until I, I listened to the anime. Um, I think Mike's talking about um. We can make history, not that. No, not yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, no, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, we can make history. So you hadn't heard the song before? Uh, no, really, that's yeah. surprising. Because, dude, there are fucking mixes of this flooding the internet. But I feel like the reason I I don't think people really enjoy this song as much as they do because of the song itself. I feel like um maybe the emotions that it invokes is maybe the reason that they enjoy it as much as they do in mm. in the context of this anime because uh when i first like i said i didn't really care too much of this song and for a while when i was watching the anime i was like oh man this song is great because of the anime and then uh i kept watching the show and i was like i'm tired of this song i don't want it anymore <laughs> I mean, what what really got to me, like what what brought me to this point, was that we went to Ushikon um, oh, this yeah. year, and they played it like four fucking times at the singing competition, and, <laughs> and I was like, like it'd be like a Miku song or something, and I'm like, all right, fine, Yuri on Ice, and then it's Ooh. another anime opening, and Yuri on Ice, we can make history, and then you know, like the fifth person would be like, ah, I know, I know <laughs> that some like seven <laughs> other people just say that song, but here's mine, <laughs> but I want to make history too. <laughs> And then they were like, everybody clap along with me. And I'm like, no, I will not clap along with you. Uh-huh. Jesus. I would I would have hated it too. Well, then again, I did I did get annoyed by it, like by the sixth episode. Yeah, I I agree. 
Um, I mean, the song, as soon as the dog started dying, I was like, okay, okay. We ran out of ideas, guys. Let's just, let's just <laughs> wrap it all up. Um, because as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, well, I, fuck. It sucks because there, like, there was so many, it was going in such a good direction. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, the dog's dying. Let's, I guess we got to force some drama in here somehow because it can't all be, uh, you know, we can't think of any other real drama. Let's manufacture some fake bullshit. Which is disappointing, yeah. kind of. Because after that, I feel like it kind of goes downhill for me. Um, not to the point where it's it, like, ruins the show. But to the point where I'm like, ah, oh, this show was amazing. And now I just think it's okay. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. and uh, or, or fudge the spin to be, uh, to, to be uh, <laughs> more accurate more to the more relevant to the uh, to the to show. show and like i i felt like i was gonna have a problem with the show from the very beginning because they had that little chibi introduction and i was like oh boy here we go this fucking shit um <laughs> and i thought there was gonna be a lot more than that than there was and i'm glad there wasn't but i never i never liked the little chibi hey happy go lucky recap in the beginning unless it's um actually appropriate for the like, unless it's like actually a comedy or something mm-hmm. and i also don't like recap episodes in the middle of like a, an already short anime yeah it's really bad when they do that and then like to try to like you know as a how do i put it like to make up for it they always add like just like a, a few scenes at the very end and you're just like that didn't make up for anything yeah <laughs> And this one wasn't as bad as a bunch of other ones, but I still, when I watched it, I just skipped it because they were basically going through every single character and they were like, this is this guy and this is Yuri and this guy is also Yuri, but he got the name Yurio when he was in Japan. And uh, I, I just kind of skipped through and I was like, okay, let's let's get going. Let's see what else is going on. I was surprised that the... Um that the girl that ran the ice skating rink was uh, like, she kept in contact with Yuria. I wish I'm sure that was meant to go somewhere because another thing that I had read was that um, because uh, Kubo, the person that wrote this had Mm. done, had only done like mangas before she wasn't accustomed to like writing with time, like time restrictions in mind. And she wrote like pages of, upon pages that weren't like being <laughs> that weren't able to be used Utilized. because she only had like 22 yeah, minutes Yeah, it does feel like it was meant to but at the same time they gave her a family so it was like it's kind of yeah i mean it, it would be another thing if it was like a one-sided crush or something that they kind of used against him occasionally but they didn't even do that really so it was like and he's also 15 so i mean yeah. exactly so that was also another thing and so i was like what was the what was the point of really introducing those kind of connections I mean, I understood in the context of, like, Yuri, the Japanese Yuri, and the girl, because that was supposed to be, like, you know, in a, a crush from a long time ago that ended up, you know, going nowhere because he left or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch this in Nipponese or in English? Um, the Japanese. How was the Japanese? I watched one episode, but I didn't watch it enough to, like, digest um, how they treated the foreign competitors. I thought it was fine. Um, occasionally, they would uh, randomly spout like words in their language, though. Mm-hmm. Like Victor had a habit of saying, uh, "I don't actually know what." The- I'm assuming it was something like "delicious" or "amazing." I really don't know. <laughs> and like occasionally, Victor and like everybody would use like actual English, and so they would just like 
Yeah. Um, was be like, wow. <laughs> was there any like accents that you're able to pick up, what, like in the characters themselves without them speaking, you know, their native tongue? No. In places. No. And when they were speaking in Japanese, they spoke fluent Japanese. There was no mm-hmm. accents there to anything. All right, because then I was gonna ask you guys how you felt about like accents and whenever they're doing dubs, um, because I I feel like it was appropriate in this specific area and it kind of just suit the situation because, um, it is kind of like a worldly competition, and mm. I mean these people do basically, you know, the accents that they're doing are essentially, I mean, they're stereotypes, but the stereotypes mm-hmm. are there, you know. Exist to determine what because, country is where. Yeah, yeah, because that's actually how people sound when they're from that area when English is their second language. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I I like I like the accents. Um, I like Victor's thick Russian accent and uh, Urios. Yeah, and I I like it whenever it's done in this fashion, and I also kind of like it in Yu Yu Hakusho in some like some parts. Yeah. Uh, I really want to go back and finish Yu 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 Hakusho. We'll do it. Yeah. I've, I've been planning this forever, Mike. Just you wait. Like I, I stopped after the um, the Underworld tournament arc. I would like to do a thing where we just watch like um, 10 or so episodes, like 5 or 10 episodes uh, a week or something, just to watch that because it's a fairly long show. Yeah. But it does go with multiple places. movies. Yeah, multiple movies that I have never I've seen. I've only seen one. I've seen one movie. I haven't seen any of them. I've just. <laughs> I technically finished a show with like a bunch of. Because RJ and Mark would actually go to Walden Books and buy the DVDs that were there. And, you know, <laughs> back in the day, the DVDs only had like four episodes a disc. Yeah. So they had like 15 or 16 stacks of DVDs after the Duck Tournament saga. And since I already knew what was happening at the Dark Tournament Saga, like I would just start there, and I kind of know what happens, and technically finished it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see what we'll see. Uh, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk of it. Yeah. And uh, going back to the thick accents and the uh, spoilers, you know who didn't do a good job with the the accents? Who? Demon City Shinjuku. Oh yeah. uh boy that uh, yeah i was actually gonna bring that up when i asked you this question (laughs) because uh, like a good i feel like this is a good um what's the word yeah a a good a good example of somebody using like accents when dubbing in a good way and yu yu hakusho would be another but a horrible way is a demon city shinjuku where the fucking Mexicans and the the Southerners and the vaguely European people all just kind of bishmash in a dis- like a bad way, yeah. Uh, which people will hear about in the future if they listen to that filler. <laughs> so back but to your nice. Yes, back back to accents. Back, back to accents. Let me tell you about these accents. I liked it up to episode six, and another thing that made me not like it. I'm completely off of accents, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Is fucking Christoph. Because he came in and they were talking about fucking Eros and how everything is like sexual and this and that. And he's like, but I'm the sexiest. And uh, then oh, he did yeah. his fucking skating routine. And I was like, this he's fucking modern. Ejaculating all over the eyes. This fucking modern twerking bullshit. 
get this shit out of my anime. <laughs> you can't call this dance. This is just fucking stupid. And my favorite dance was Minami's. <laughs> Minami's. I liked his like fifties. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, I, I don't remember, I don't know what style it is. I can't think of it right now. I, but he, yeah, that just that little like, like he was just trotting along and doing all this like cool shit. And the snapping of the fingers and the, the I, everything. I really I appreciated like, that character. I liked him. I, I was like, this is a cool kid. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, it really feels like they're, they probably wrote a lot more, but it just had to get cut. Because, like, that character looked seemed like he was going to be something. And, you know, could probably be something. This, um, this is going to be a rival love interest. Yeah. <laughs> This for fucking Russian Yuri or something. But this series does kind of leave itself open for a sequel. It's supposedly been greenlit for a movie already. Damn. Yeah. I mean, which isn't surprising considering how popular it is, at least over here. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But um, speaking of popularity, um, supposedly a lot of ice skaters, or some, not a lot, but some ice skaters did do uh renditions of their songs on in the olympics with with uh this anime yeah uh, one of the ice skaters did a jj's routine just straight out did jj's routine in the uh, oh olympics. i think i know what it is is it like joe johnson yeah i think that john johnson it's yeah. like literally the reason why he does it <laughs> yeah it's because his name was jj and uh i think one of his fans on twitter was like hey you should do this and he's like okay okay i'll do it <laughs> And I think he also just like posted it himself on Twitter, and he's like, "Hey, look at me! I'm Yuri on Ice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There. And then I think on an official like CNN Sports thing, he did a JJ's signature move. Mm-hmm. There is obviously that one uh, female figure skater that has done that Sailor, Sailor Moon routine a decent amount of yeah. times. Enough for. I mean. There's there's um there's a uh, anime aficionados uh prevalent in every sport I'd like to say yeah. yeah but I don't know I, I don't know about I don't know about y'all but I've noticed this maybe in, in like the mid 2000s like 20 2009 2010 when I've noticed that like video game theme songs and anime theme songs were coming out in like sports or or dance competitions. I did notice that. I remember, like, fuck, when was it? I, I It was, like, I was really into the Just Dance movies, like, back in high school. And I was looking up music videos and stuff. And, um, or, like, just videos of, like, you know, dance crews and stuff. And one of the most common things that I kept seeing was, um, it was, like, anime theme songs. And, like, it was, like, you know, a whole dance crew, like, doing mm-hmm. them. And I'm, like, this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. And, um... The one, the first time that I noticed this was um, when I found uh, Final Fantasy's eight theme song, Liberi Fatali, and I really liked it. And I was looking around YouTube for like piano sheet music and, and things like that. And I found a clip of, I forgot what year the Olympics was, but um, they were doing a synchronized swimming of, of that song. Hmm. And that's when I noticed, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, it does make sense that some uh, competitors or athletes would like video game music or anime. But, like, I I don't see it as often. I don't see it as much. But I think it's coming out more and more frequently. 
Mm-hmm. Anime is, is becoming uh, slowly it's, but surely it's, it's, it's surfacing. It's becoming more and more mainstream. The more movies yeah. they make, the uh, more popular it gets because people are going to be like, "Oh, I wonder what this is based off of." It's not a book. Yeah. It's a it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. In uh, twenty twenty twenties, uh, Japan's Olympics, all of it is going to be anime. Just all of it is going to be it, all just anime. fucking anime up the ass. Are you ready? Have you already seen the um the, the character designs? Yes, I have, I have seen the they, little uh, mascot. People. They're pretty cute. They are the, the, the mascots the are pretty cute. The little blue and pink things, or dark yeah. blue and pink things, or whatever color they are. All right, Juan, how do you feel about Yuri on Ice? Were you like, well, I guess they maybe kissed at one point. Uh, when I was looking up stuff about it, and people were saying that they kissed, I was like, oh, where? Uh, <laughs> yeah, remember, remember that I told you I was like, yeah, I, it looks like they're but then they hug yeah. and then you you like yelled disappointingly you're like of course yeah. just like just every like other, every other fucking show <laughs> supposedly in episode 7 they kiss and they you know there's a little there's a line in the show that supports that they might have uh, actually gotten married no I mean well yeah, there's that there's an implication of you know getting engaged or whatever but you know there's also a line in the show before where he's like I don't know what's, what I don't know what I'm supposed to do should I just kiss you? And then in that same episode, you know, the little super close hug happens, but yeah. it's always ambiguous as to whether they do or don't to the point where the creator is like, oh, you can interpret that as however you want. And then she gets a megaphone and she's like, they fucked. They fucked hard. <laughs> they fucked all that porn that you're drawing. It's true. It's canon. <laughs> oh, uh, Mike, at one point, there's like a they basically imply that they get engaged yeah uh, okay. without actually I mean, without actually getting engaged at all their their promise their rings promise are rings and they <laughs> he gets uh yuri gets victor a ring at a shop uh for his birthday but they get matching rings and then he gives them the ring in front of a church uh, in front of at the top of the steps, and he's on one knee, putting it on his finger. But Yuri is oblivious to all this. <laughs> oh man, it's uh it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's so much oblivious as it is like I like all throughout. He's always felt like it's it's like a surreal experience, and that he doesn't like <laughs> exactly deserve. You know. Well. He he's oblivious to it because later uh, Yurio is like, "Why do you have ma- matching wedding rings?" And he's like, "Oh, it's uh, it's his birthday yeah. gift." Yeah, it's and his blah, birthday blah. Gift. yeah. Uh, and and Victor's like, "Oh, we got engaged." Yeah, he straight out <laughs> just and says, Yuri's "We got engaged." Like, <laughs> yeah, and Yurio's just like fucking shocked, and he's like, "What?" No, 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 it's not what you think. <laughs> and then you know all the all, you know shenanigans ensue and whatnot. Yeah, I will say it's nice that they. You know, that they just went out and did something like that instead of the whole, like, where they just kind of imply things. Yeah. Or, like, where they just subtly, you know, say things and they never actually do anything with it. Well, earlier today I went to go see Gabriel Lenny. He was like, so you guys are, or I told him that we were watching Yuri on Ice. And he was like, so are they actually gay? And I couldn't answer that question because I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, to, I, they heavily imply that they are. But I don't know if they actually are. They don't actually, like, kiss or anything. And until like I saw that thing where they were like, "Oh, they kiss in episode seven. And I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. 
They're gay. Sure. They got engaged. I mean, I mean they, let's go. With they it. could be playing around. You know, Victor could be playing around because he has that kind of personality. But you know, yeah, yeah. they're gay. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's let's, go let's with just that. let's just accept. Yeah, it. or they will burn you at the stake. I mean, I wish <laughs> it were uh, like not, just outright. Yeah, said. they would like actually say it as opposed to like um making it. It's not really am- ambiguous is a wrong word, but just like leaving room, for leaving room for interpretation, interpre- like other interpretation. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I guess for female audiences to like give them a chance to you know be with their husbandos <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of women I know that are like in anime and stuff would would much rather just them be gay. I would much rather women be lesbians too, but I mean. I never get what I want. How dare they get what they want? Fuck them. <laughs> Except for that one show that we saw, Wreck. I really am curious. It's- okay, Wreck, we watched this one in a boba tea shop <laughs> that was no without AC. It was so it fucking was so hot. so fucking hot. And we're just... And, and me and Nuni decided to sit down and watch this anime that's airing. And we watched one episode, and I think it was episode two. Yeah. And I, I was enthralled by it, like, just watching one episode, and I was like, I want more of this. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt exactly the same way. I want to... Uh, what is it about? Uh, we don't know, kind of. More or less, <laughs> um, it, it's about a salaryman who works for an advertising company, and he gets a... Um, he he His mascot and commercial that he chose for a new product is is accepted like by their um by their yeah by their chairman and uh he gets pulled in and then they hire this um this voice actor girl and it turned out that he saved like i i, I i'm assuming from the second of because i haven't seen it was that she um she was a runaway and uh, he picked her up in the middle of the night from like some like really creepy dudes or something maybe and they went back home to his place and then you know they usually do the whole thing where it's like oh well you know he slept on the floor, floor or, or something whatever. while she she laid in bed or whatever they actually fucked. They straight up and, fucked. Um, oh. yeah. yeah it was pretty great and I, yeah, like I, I, I don't know. It was, it was good. We should say that um, when I first went to this boba shop, I didn't know that they that it was like a boba shop that had like a little get together every weekend where they put up a a projector screen and just watch anime there. Um, because I had gone Oops. there like maybe twice before with Mondo to just get boba because I liked the boba that they had there. And then one day, I think like two weeks ago, I went with Mark and Armand and Mondo, and we saw that they had that projector set up, and they were fucking playing Kobayashi on there. And I was like, "What the fuck? I didn't expect this to be this kind of place." <laughs> yeah, this weekend we went right, and um, Nuni, I forgot that Nuni had told me that it was about this, and there was like uh, there was like two old um, uh, Indian-looking dudes, and they were just um, they were just like sitting in the corner. Uh, these two old like Indian men. And um, they're just like hanging out there with like the because they had box fans like in mm-hmm. you know just airing it out because the yeah, AC the was AC broken. Was broke. And they're just hanging out in the back, and I was like, oh okay. I mean, I guess this is just like you know they're probably like um, they they work here. They're, they're like the owners or something like that. But then one of them gets up, and the other one disappears. And then um, they both come back, and they start setting up the projector. What the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? And then the old man like starts the anime, and um, He's got like, you know, media player classic and everything. And he's like setting the anime up and everything. And then he's just sitting there talking to some other girl who's watching the anime. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not, it's not like the, 
I guess they're like older fans. They've probably been watching for a while or something. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's just something cool that we stumbled upon that, you know, I I don't know how I feel about it, but I'd like to do something like that. But I feel like I'd do it maybe like once or twice and then it'd be like, eh, that's too much work. I don't yeah. I don't want to <laughs> leave my house. Because I like the idea of an like an animation club type of thing. But at the same time, I don't even hang out with my friends on the regular basis. I can't see myself going somewhere on the regular basis and doing stuff. Yeah. There's just not enough time in the day. Nor the night. Nor the night. What did you guys think about the music? Like the background music itself? Because uh, um, it wasn't actually... It was all based on, you know, just stuff based on stuff that's based on stuff. I think, honestly, I, I wasn't too big of a fan of the music scores. Um, I really liked Eros, yeah. and I really liked the song that um, Minami danced to. That was really, like, my favorite ones. The other ones were kind of like, uh... I appreciated yeah. Yuri on Ice, and I really liked the, uh, not the, the, the Eros that, um, Jap- that Japanese Yuri was skating to. I like that. I, I, I like the whole flamenco style thing. Yeah, that was, that was good. pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty much background music for me. Yeah, mostly. yeah. I I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of the music too yeah. much. It's, it's like I said, except for those two instances. Yeah, it's not that it was terrible. It's just that I guess because you listen to it over and over and over again, yeah, it just, just becomes like, eh. a thing. Yeah. And then some of the songs I wasn't a big fan of. I was like, yeah, I don't like this guy's musical choice, <laughs> Mister Tryhard this- over here. This other guy in in a band, and he made his own music own too. Music. Oh, fucking his name! JJ comes out in his music. Fucking JJ, JJ style. And <laughs> <laughs> he just really hated JJ. I I don't like. I mean, hate's a strong word. I don't like. I <laughs> you don't like. Him. Yeah, I mean, the anime did its job and made me not really like him too much. Uh, yeah. Also, I didn't really like... I liked the idea of Kristoff. Like, I liked the overly sexual character. But I didn't mm-hmm. like the uh, implementation, except in certain parts. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I. that's... We're going back to the, the anime and how, like, they have special powers and shit. It didn't go to that extreme, but with that dude, he's, like, coming in the dance floor. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, he just comes every time he skates one. Yeah, he has to fucking wash his tie. No, he leaves him crusty. Oh it, god, it gets him off. He loves the fucking Jesus. the shit rubbing up against his crotch. Oh, that's that disgusting. Nah, it's Eros. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, what, let's end it on that. What do you guys? What do you guys think of the show? On uh, how many cum stains from one to five would you give this Jeez. show? <laughs> frozen cum stains. <laughs> All right, out of uh, out of one to five frozen cum stains, how many would you give this show, Juan? Mm, I'd give it a. Eh, you know what? I'll I'll give it a four. It it was nice. It it didn't focus on the romance, and I really like the uh, the competition side. I feel like up until episode, you know, up until I said that I started not liking it, I was going to give the show like a strong, I don't know, like a four point a six, seven, eight, maybe a five. And then I kept watching. Now I'll just, yeah, I'll just settle for like a four. Yeah. I give it a 3.5. Yeah. Um, 
from what I watched, like it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, there was some shit I just didn't really care too much about that they kept kind of like, like the the repetition of the music got kind of mm-hmm. annoying. Like I said, um, I'm not gonna give it points off for my clear bias against the opening song. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I don't know. It's just like the, the show was decent. It's just it wasn't like super fucking amazing. Like people keep heralding it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I really like Manami though. Yeah, <laughs> I I really like Manami. Maybe he'll get a spinoff show. I, I wish I I I hope he gets more screen time in uh in the next season. Yeah, and I, I mean I guess if you're curious about your own eyes, you know maybe watch it. It might be better than you expected to be. Who knows? Yeah, it was better than I expected it to be. Yeah, and I thought it was gonna be super gay, but it's not. It's that just gay. a little gay. It's uh, just a little. Uh, it's it's a little bit more than a little gay, but not gay enough to be like gay. gay yeah. Gay. Just it's just JJ style kind of gay. <laughs> gay Eros. style. Eros. But yes. if you want to talk to us about how uh, gay, gay, or JJ you are, you could email us <laughs> to mbtpodcast at gmail dot com on Twitter. We are at Magical Broadcast. Facebook Facebook dot com forward slash mbtpodcast. The next anime that we're going to do is uh, Devilman Crybaby, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which has been right. a pre-recorded episode of Devilman Crybaby. will come out in uh, two weeks. And uh, in between that, you can listen to our Mark and I's little, uh, I don't know, little series that we want to try and do where we take a deep dive into things that are slightly more obscure then you know what we're accustomed to doing it'll include anim- I mean right now we're just doing an anime called Bobby's Girl and Demon City Shinjuku but mm-hmm. later on it'll include stuff from like maybe the, the 30s stuff that you maybe didn't hear about <laughs> close yeah if you look up Bobby's Girl you'll see the song it's from the 50s yeah, yeah. and it'll might be the only thing you could find because this anime was a uh, fucking hardest fuck to find, <laughs> to the point where I downloaded it in fear that they might take it off of YouTube. Yeah, Ronnie's <laughs> gonna send it to the uh, to the to archives, the, the Library of Congress, the, the archives, yeah. the, the National Archives. National archives. <laughs> Up until now, it's only been released as a VHS or a um, what's that? A laser disc. Laser yeah. disc. and that's it. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, in two weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.